This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Razzle Von Dazzle. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I feel great. I had a nice little relaxing weekend. Got away with the fam for a little bit. Got to the nice. beach. Didn't get sunburned. Ooh. Took so a little bit away from the devil's itch this week? Yeah, it t- took a little bit of razzing for having a chair with an umbrella. No, but don't listen. I don't know. I don't feel bad at all because I, I'm comfortable and I feel good. So. Chair with an umbrella, all good. Because again, I always say the same thing, Ryan. Risk, reward. Exactly. Reward what? A slightly darker hue? Not a big deal. The risk? Devil's itch. And you know what? I, I, go in, I went and took a dip in the water. And one of the, the great things about wearing a sun shirt is it, stay, it keeps you cool. The sun shirt keeps you keep cool. cool. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. That's yeah. an added bonus. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So look out so for these I guys. Rested, I feel good. And, look out uh, for these guys. No sunburn. All right, Ryan. You ready, yeah. for the, you ready for the news of the week? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. I said, let's do it. This week in the yeah. uh, Good news, dare I say great news, Ryan. That is that Courtney Cox will be back as Gail Weathers in the Scream relaunch. Now, before... You get too excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. Obviously. I'm curious what a relaunch means. Is it a reboot? Is it a relaunch? Is it strictly Scream 5? They're a little vague on it. That's what I was going to ask you when yeah. I when you you were telling me about this and I saw it on Twitter. Like, what is a relaunch? So a relaunch. It's not a reboot. I don't know the answer completely. I think a relaunch I like better than a reboot. A reboot sounds like... It's got nothing to do with the original Woodsboro crew, but it's like, right. hey, it's Scream, and this is what we're doing. That's what that's what that feels like. Whereas if she's playing the same character, it has to involve it has to be a shared universe. Unless it's, it's like they have um, has to. Sydney, but it's not what's her name? It's not uh Nev Campbell. No, Nev I think Campbell she's gonna be in it. I think, Nev Cam- I think Nev Campbell's in it. I think uh David Arquette is in it. What, what the hell else is he doing? He's, he's got nothing wrestling. going on. Remember when he was wrestling? Oh, my God. The guy takes chances, though. You got to give him that. Yeah. He takes, yeah. takes chances. Speaking of risk-reward, uh, eight-legged freaks. They can't all be winners, right? They can't all be winners. Ready to rumble. Was that the other one, the wrestling movie he yeah. did? With, yeah, uh, and then he was at one point the WCW champion. Yeah, They I gave him the belt at like, uh, the very end of WCW. <laughs> but I'm at least... I think maybe what they mean also by a relaunch is they're going to bring back all the old characters with sort of like, this is a final farewell. Whether they live or die, the re- the next batch of Scream movies will center around somebody new. 
Oh, and they, it won't be Sydney okay. Prescott. That's kind of my guess. That's your guess. So, so you think Sydney's going to go, or maybe Sydney is the killer this time? Maybe she's pushed <sighs> too far over the edge. That's too much. That's, That's much too much. much. Yeah. No, she can't die or be the killer. Okay. I don't. I would be probably disappointed with both. So I'm not. I'm not here for that. Maybe it's been a love story this whole time. Maybe her and the killer finally fall in love. Well, there are several killers, and she was in love with one of them at one point. Right. Billy Loomis. Billy Loomis. I understand. Yeah. Her bubble butt Understood. boyfriend, as the girl in the bathroom <laughs> referred to him as. That's still one of the great movies of all time. Uh, let's call, let's let's take about twenty to thirty percent off her there. That's not the greatest movie of all time, or in the conversation. I said one of the greatest uh, movies of all time. No, I don't think so. Did you know there was two killers? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> what killed me about that though is they were vastly different sizes. So like it was. I mean, Stu uh, was a little bit taller. But when you're wearing Matthew the clothes, like six four, like he's he's a, he's a tall, uh, lanky guy. Skeet Ulrich isn't like a little guy. I think he is. No, I I really think you're wrong on that. Bing it. You bing Skeet Ulrich height. Matthew Lillard, I will look up, but I think we already know he's a- all right. Skeet Ulrich is six feet. That's pretty good. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Lillard, Lillard height six four. six four. Yeah. Was he six four in high school though? Maybe he sprouted up. <laughs> I think he was a he was a long. A yeah. long man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you find it odd that he went out with um, Rose McGowan? Rose McGowan's character. Speaking of pale people. And, yeah. She is. I yeah. love Rose McGowan. He also went out with uh, Drew Barrymore's character. That was sort of, the, that's why he was sort of a suspect. They they referenced that they dated, and he said for oh, two seconds. Oh. In, the okay. movie, in the movie, yeah. in the movie, in the movie, in the movie. Okay. Not in real life. I was like, "What? Really?" See, All that's right. the thing yeah. is the movie. The movie's gonna make you think. There's a lot to think about in the movie. Yeah, well, anyway. Drew Barrymore was like 40, playing a high school kid. I love it very much. She didn't play a high school kid for long. No, she didn't. For about five minutes. Yeah, I think yeah. Scream Five. Though I'm, I'm fascinated to see what the rest of the cast will be like and where they kind of go from mm-hmm. there. Because Scream Four was like over the top, like meta. It was like, oh, like now yeah. the killer is like recording himself doing the kill. And it was like, okay, like now we're is that just... the one with like Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother and Kieran. Emma yeah. Roberts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ryan, the Emmy nominations came out <laughs> since our last episode. <laughs> How about this? I thought I'm, I'm like, oh, well, maybe like the show didn't come out when like it wouldn't have qualified. But the show itself, Better Call Saul, which we did a whole episode on. Great, great show, great season. Great. The show got nominated, but Rhea Seahorn, who plays Kim Wexler, who is by far one of the best characters. Like, yeah, she's the best character in the show. Or, you know, Saul, Bob Odenkirk, neither got nominated for acting. And normally I wouldn't really care, but every once in a while there's a time like this. Like when Carrie Coon didn't get nominated for The Leftovers, I was like, what's the point of even doing it? And it's the same thing with. Rhea Seahorn, it's like you're recognizing the show. So clearly you watch the show. Clearly you think the show's good. The show's good. Her acting was off the charts. Off the charts. I don't I don't get it. I well, don't the, get it I, the one thing I am excited about is Shits Creek is getting a lot of love, mm-hmm. which is which is great. I thought that was really good for that show to finally get some recognition. And how about like Watchmen getting like 30 Emmy nominations? Watchmen That's getting well, the recognition. Deserves them, all. deserves them all. Yeah, Watchmen got a ton. Uh, like Better Call Saul got some, um, but again, not the acting, which was really weird. Uh, was it Stranger Things got some that I kind of was a little bit surprised because yeah. I didn't think it was their best season, but I liked season. it. But 
It was fine. Well, well it was. It was fine. Uh, and El Camino got nominated for Best TV Movie. Uh, I didn't love it as much as you did. I liked it. I didn't. Love I didn't it. like it as much as yeah. you did. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go hard L there. No. Yeah. Ryan, here's a show that will probably be nominated for an Emmy next year. Mm-hmm. That is Muppets Now. Yeah. It's available on Disney Plus right now. Uh, they're doing, unlike Netflix, Disney Plus. Well, if you're watching The Mandalorian, you know they're doing one episode at a time. Mm-hmm. I watched the first episode. Fine. Yeah. I'll watch anything with the Muppets, so I'm not the sure best guy to uh, like to grade it. But Alan Seppenwall, who's like the TV critic for The Rolling Stone, Yes, he did like a whole write up on Muppets Now, and I I agreed with a lot of what he said. And I think he saw the whole series. I have only seen yeah, the first yeah. episode, but his point was like, obviously the original Muppet Show is like up on its own tier. Like it's oh, never sure. going to touch that. No, it's better than the Muppet Show that came back out. Remember, like five years ago, ABC yeah, they tried to reboot it. Yeah, mm, that was not very good. He's like, this is good. He's like, what's weird about this show is it was shot pre quarantine. But it kind of, he's like, it feels like it was shot during the quarantine, meaning like there aren't as many characters on set as you would think. And it's kind of like spread out. And usually what he liked about the Muppets, and I agree with him, is like when you had so many of them interacting with each other, like backstage or something. Yeah. And there's not a ton of that. So there's like a bunch of like celebrity guests, like backstage or in sketches and like all that stuff like that. That was the best part of the Muppet show. So this one, I thought each sketch went like a little long yeah they, they have like a whole series of things they did like a like a show where like miss piggy has her own show there was a cooking challenge show with the swedish chef who was like so inept like he like couldn't he didn't know how to cook like i i didn't think he was a great cook but like they no. made him out to be like he has no clue what he's doing he made there. a mess but he knew what he was doing he made a mess but he could make you a meal yeah not the case a lot they of fish rupaul was on this episode nice uh linda cartellini popped in, in this episode Excellent. So they had some good stuff. Gonzo had a few good lines, like as he always does. He's a, he's a character, but overall, like even I, it's it's kind of a tough, maybe a tough right. sell. Well, we'll uh, we'll check it out for sure. But Ryan, another week, another pick of the pod. Yeah, Wilford Brimley. Can I tell you why this one hurts, Richard? And I don't mean this to be snarky. Like I'm just gonna say this. This hurts a little bit. It stings a little bit more because I thought he had been dead for years. Ryan, no, he was alive. He was alive. I was going to say and well, but sadly that was not the case. The beat us. But like the thing, what blew my mind is I was reading obituaries and like people like remembering Wilfred Brimley and like the day he died. And he was only 50 years old when he filmed Cocoon. Yeah. He has been 85 years old for 80 years. Forever. Yeah. (laughs) This guy. Forever. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised by that too. Like when they when they announced how old he was. So like he was younger than Regis. Yep. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Like this guy, what I remember being like five or six years old, and my parents were watching Cocoon, and yeah. he was living in a retirement home with an old folks' home, and he was only fifty <laughs> years old in the movie. Yeah, he filmed and the movie. Cocoon came out forever ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, I he don't wasn't know. that much younger than Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Steve Gutenberg's got to be in his 60s, right? Gutenberg? Yeah. He had a good one. We could do, maybe next week we'll do Gutenberg movies. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. For the 200th episode, Steve Steve Gutenberg retrospective. I like it. (laughs) Like highs and lows of Gutenberg. Yeah. That'll (laughs) that'll just be the episode right there. Ryan, we're going to debut something new here. Now, we don't have bells and whistles, meaning like uh, a sounder for it just yet. I think it's going to catch on. We have a lot of people. 
within the hashtag dork shared universe that can put things together for us better sure. than we can. Yeah. This is going to be sort of, and I believe a weekly feature. This is this week in horrible oh. Rossi takes because Jason Rossi, who we love, we love respect. Yeah. No, take it back. Who we love, who we love. Yeah. He is part of the uh, pop culture pile driver podcast with uh, Billy D. He was the former uh, producer of Dale and Keith. Yep. Big wrestling guy. He last week or two weeks ago, we talked about how he didn't understand how a draft works. He invited right. Davey so and Mac onto bad, his podcast. That was his bad take that week is how drafts operate. You can do a dra- you can draft the same people. Not a draft anymore. Suddenly it's yep. not a draft. Suddenly not a draft. Suddenly not a draft and just picking teams. So this is incredible. This actually, they did an episode on their favorite athletes of all time. Yes. So he and Billy D went back and forth for like all the sports. So then at the end, and it was sort of like a, I don't want to say throwaway conversation, but it was like at the end, they were just, you know, kicking around some other thoughts. And I think they were talking about what some of the other podcasts were doing. And so the Change My Mind pod with Fryer and Wesley, they were debating Spider-Man 1 or Spider-Man 2 from the same Raimi trilogy, which yep. was better, one or two. And they had a debate on it and whatever. You can you can choose whoever, whatever movie you like. Jason Rossi has the audacity to say, well, Spider-Man 1, and it's not close. Spider-Man 2, and I'm paraphrasing now, he says, sucks, the villain sucked, and it was it, there was only one good scene. What scene? And he's and the one it was so funny because he was like, it's the train scene is like the best scene. No, it isn't. One of the worst, actually. Maybe. It's a good, very good movie. That scene I didn't really love. I thought it was no, over, it I thought that scene was overrated. And what an amazing job Alfred Molina did as Dr. Otto Octavius. And what a great um what a great message that movie had and just kind of like an overall theme of like which way Peter Parker could have gone. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and like Dr. Octopus to me is is one of the better Spider-Man villains. I think he has the best rogues gallery out of any Marvel character. Yep, yep he does. And that's one of the better ones. Played by Molina, who nailed it. Doc um, Ock is probably... I would say the Vulture might be number one. That of The Spider-Man movies that we have seen, there's yes. now like six or eight of them. I would say Doc Ock's probably the second best. Yeah, and at yeah. the time he was the best. And if I mean, you if take, count Spider Verse and Kingpin is probably the best. Yeah, he was good too. But if yeah. you take pre MCU comic book movies, Spider Man Two is right it up at the top, one or two. If you put yeah. you could put that up there with the Dark Knight with me. I'm dead serious. I know. Yeah. So you like it more than I do. You're more yeah. of a Spider Man guy. But but that so that part was an outrageous take. That alone could have been the horrible take. But then he takes it one step further. Did. Did our friend Jason Rossi, mm-hmm. as he says, he went on to say, that's why I hate trilogies. The second movie is just an eh movie, and it's just kind of, we know what's going to happen and just get to the finale. To which I drove off the road, Ryan. I drove off the road, ruined my vehicle. You can so, every trilogy, usually the second movie is one of the stronger ones. Empire Strikes Back is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yep. That was the second in a, at that time, trilogy. And that movie was incredible. That was yep. the best of the three. Mm-hmm. And I the didn't best know Star Wars exactly movie to this day. It's still the best Star Wars movie. Great point. Mm-hmm. Still the best Star Wars movie. Now, you had just mentioned The Dark Knight. Yep. Did you think the Nolan trilogy was a good trilogy of films? Solid. I thought it was 
it kind of you know what kind of ended poorly i think the third in a trilogy can often be the letdown because you're Mm -hmm. so excited you know the first one builds it up the second one is usually the best actually and then the third one doesn't live up to how good the first two were like in the case of that one or the matrix for for instance the matrix the third one was was by far the worst i would say the first one was the best the second one was pretty good and the third one was terrible now i personally prefer godfather one to two but i think i might be in the minority there yeah you are if you look at that trilogy, mm-hmm. most people would say Godfather 2 is the best. But Rossi would say, eh, I hate the second one. Let me just watch the third one. Or what's another one I thought of? Uh, Two Towers. I uh, just mentioned the yeah. chat. Two Towers is yeah. the best Lord of the Rings movie. Not even yes. close. So Lord of the Rings, Star mm-hmm. Wars, and uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. Three of the greatest, like most important hashtag dork movies. And he's like, the second movie stinks in a trilogy. That is that's reckless because people heard that people Dare heard I that say, and maybe for a second they, they thought that that could be true but it's not that is an asinine thing to say that, you know what it is it's a rossi take it's a rossi take that's the only way to describe it it's a rossi, it's, take. It's a rossi take the same guy who thought both of you could draft things you could draft the same team that i could draft so fantasy football in another month davy you you draft uh mike evans i am also going to take mike evans Yep, and Guess then when what? you take Not Lamar Jackson, I can have him too because he's still available. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Where's the competition? Temple of Doom kicks ass. I think Raiders is better, but Temple of Doom is pretty cool. And there were four. There no. Yeah, there were four. I mean, you can even make it's a not case, a trilogy, but like some people like. I mean, it's not really. It's sort of a trilogy, but like Winter Soldier was the best of like yeah. the Captain America oh, trilogy by far. By um, far, it's so there was three Captain America movies. There's First Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil War. Fuck another good one. Ryan in the chat. The original X Men trilogy. X two. X two is the shit. Nightcrawler. Yeah, dude. There are so many examples of him being wrong, including yeah. the Spider Man one that he t- was talking about. If people ask, not objectively, not subjectively. If you ask people who have watched a cer- certain amount of movies, what is the best? What, name me five top best, best movies of all time. The Godfather Two is in that conversation. Yeah, it is. And so, hey, like, honestly, so it's the Dark Knight. And so is Empire Strikes Back. So, like, you're dead wrong. There, and so there's the, there's opinions. Yeah, there's being wrong. This was wrong, and I just again, yeah. I feel like it's reckless. And he's a part of the hashtag Dork Shared Universe. Sure. So listen, I don't, represent all of us. I don't want. You know? Everybody to have the same opinion, Ryan. That's dangerous too. That is dangerous and that, too. That can lead to some really dark places. Just but, check out world history. But you gotta you gotta be kind of correct with certain things. Let me step into your territory a little bit. The Dork Shared Gooniverse right now is in the bubble, and mm-hmm. Rossi just went out for wings at a strip club. Correct. He is the all He's putting Lou us all in danger. Yeah. Yes. You know what and I mean? Now he's bringing that nonsense back in here. Yeah. He's and then, so then someone's saying. Oh, didn't they say on the? Didn't they say which? What was the dork or was it Mac and Goo? You're like, no, no, no. It was the pop culture pile driver. Exactly. They need to start putting a like a uh, what? What would you call it at the at the end of like the beginning of like their credits? Like a disclaimer. Like, a disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. That <laughs> all opinions are not shared by those on the rest yeah, of the my, universe. Jason Rossi has to start his podcast by saying, "My opinions are my own and in no way reflect <laughs> that of the George shared universe." <laughs> Like he has to say that out loud every pi- every, every episode, podcast. and you yeah. can't record it and, and just play that one over. He needs to no, do it fresh it. every yeah. time because <laughs> that was 
that was that was bad. Now I, I know you have a problem with Spider-Man too because of all the unmasking. I did, and There's I even at the time, I remember, unmasking, which I hear you. I, hear you. I remember being in uh, college, being like, yeah. "Put your fucking mask on," and yeah. that's why I, I laughed even harder because just to show you how different Rossi and I are opinions wise, because he was like, Oh yeah, the best scene was when he took his mask off. That was the worst scene. (laughs) I fucking hated that scene. Yeah. So yeah, brutal. Rossi's (laughs) also the same guy that thought Thor one was better than Ragnarok. And that end game wasn't good. Same guy. Same guy. All right. Billy's got to figure something out here. Thankfully, get, get, get control of your boy, Billy. <laughs> Thankfully, Billy D's a stand-up guy, <laughs> and uh, we like having him in the in the yeah. universe. <laughs> uh, Mad Max. So Mad Max Two is like Mad Max. There was the Road Warrior and Road Mad War. Max. Mad Max is the shit. Road oh. Warrior is okay. Mad Max is awesome. I mean, also, uh, Lethal Weapon Two. Lethal like Weapon Two. I mean, it's just it's just so stupid. Like, I knew you were gonna have a problem with the Spider-Man two take. I didn't. And I didn't say anything. You know, like when I'm like, yeah, I when I say nothing, it's not when <laughs> I like like freak out and start screaming to people. It's when I say nothing. And that's yeah. what I really I have an issue with. Something. That's when you had a real problem. And I was yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, that's a problem. I didn't even bigger, weigh in. I was the like, bigger this. issue is his throwaway line on trilogies. It's, oh yeah, it's just like, holy shit, we forgot about T two, T two. Like it's it's yeah. I mean, there's been like eight Terminator movies now, but I know. But at one point, it was uh, a trilogy. Yeah. Anyway. Goddamn ridiculous. Anyway, you got anything else that you want to add on to uh, this week's horrible? No, I want to never want to talk about this again. Never again. <laughs> all right. Well, that's yeah. a that's a problem. As long as we're all agreeing that Rossi's wrong, and yeah. he is, there's it's indefensible. It is indefensible to say something like that. No. Not only that, Spider-Man Two is worse than Spider-Man One. But that the second movie in a trilogy ruins it, that's irresponsible. And it's like always the worst one. It's like a throw. He, I think I want to say, I should have got the audio. I want to say he said it was a throwaway movie. It's that's ir- irresponsible. It is. Mm-hmm. It's do your homework. It's dangerous. Do your homework. Figure out how watch, drafts work and watch, watch a movie or two. Watch two trilogies and you'll know that that does not hold up at all. Yeah. So thankfully, they do a podcast once a week. So we'll easily be able to do this segment once a week. That's awesome. just. That's kind of how kind of he's also the guy we did a Seinfeld episode draft on Mac and goo and he took the finale. It's not like we had to take every episode. We each took like 10 or whatever it was. Anyway, Ryan, I think that's 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 all I got. Let's get to let's get to your stuff. It's time for Davey's video game even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan. Obviously, this is a very uh, video game uh, topic du jour. But as far as yes. the uh, news and notes of uh, this week, what do you got? So I got. Uh, it's going to be a little PlayStation heavy this week because they're coming out with a bunch of stuff. So there's highs and lows with PlayStation. Hi, uh, they're having their new state of play on Thursday. So anything you want to learn about the PlayStation Five, you can do that. I believe it's at one o'clock Pacific time, so four o'clock Eastern time on Thursday, which is going to be very exciting. Um, and because of the Xbox. Xbox did their reveals of games. PlayStation kind of saw what went wrong with that and the dangers of saying in-game engine versus like gameplay. Mm. So there's not going to be any games. So what you're going to get is probably some price points, I'm guessing, more technical information. And some. so here's another low point. So the technical information that we got today is I don't understand why people have a problem with this, but the PlayStation 4 controller 
will work with the PlayStation 5, but not for PlayStation 5 games. So you have to have the PlayStation... So you can use the PlayStation 5 controller for everything. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a but problem. But if you want to keep your old DualShock 4, you can, but it only works with 4 backwards. That That's makes fine. sense because they're developing yeah. games specifically for the controller. But people had a problem with this. I don't understand what the problem is. I'm okay with it. that it works at all right. is great. You know, so you right. just have a backup controller if you want to play your old games. Right. You can use a DualShock 4. Whatever. doesn't matter. No problem. Get over yourself. Good PlayStation news. We found out today it was it was rumored last week, confirmed today that Spider-Man will be an exclusive playable character for PlayStation in the Avengers games. Which Love is it. awesome. That is awesome. Now, people obviously are pissed off about this, but the fact of the matter is Spider-Man is kind of like Sony's thing. Like Sony does have mm -hmm. some rights to Spider-Man still. So, like, what are you gonna do? But there was an interesting thing that people said. Remember when like Soul Calibur games came out and they had an exclusive character for the console it was coming out on? Okay. So like for um, you could play as Hayachi from Tekken in Soul yeah. Calibur for PlayStation. Yossi Michu was in it at one of them. Yes. And you could play as Link for the Wii and you could play as Spawn for Xbox. So they're talking about doing something like that. Mm. Where, like Xbox gets an exclusive character or whatever. So depending on where you are, you get to play a game that no other consoles get to play. To that end, um, if you have pre-ordered, which I have, the uh, Avengers game, that beta starts this week. And I believe Ooh. it's like Friday through the weekend. So Dave, you're going to be twitching some Avengers uh, awesome. beta and giving you my thoughts on it. I had to, to pre-order it. Good. Fine. I got the digital, digital exclusive edition, which means I also get to play it three days early than anybody hey now. else. So that's I like so that. That's, that's awesome. Good. So that'll be a, that'll be a good thing to Twitch. Yeah. So if you guys are, are looking to get the Avengers game, I would strong. It's ten dollars more. Um, you get a bunch of added stuff with the digital exclusive, and you also get to play it three days earlier than anybody else, which is great. Um, Spider Man exclusive. Oh, and then we got the Hawkeye reveal. So they did this. They did the War Room, and you actually got to see Hawkeye is going to be a playable character in the game. The mm -hmm. character design is pretty awesome. It's the the one they did was from the My Life as a Weapon graphic novel. So he's got oh, like yeah. the shaved head and the glass and like all that, like all that but stuff. Matt Fraction so, who wrote that, yeah. Thing? So he has yeah. like the sleeveless thing. It's like purple, purple and black, and that's cool. The, yeah, so it's actually a cool design, and um, he's going to be available at launch, which is awesome. So um, Twitch and Amazon are giving away a ton of old SNK games. If you guys prefer like Neo Geo and all that stuff. Um, if you have a Twitch Prime account, you can go on Twitch. Or if you have the Twitch app, download all these games for free. It's like $100 worth of games. Like oh. they're older games and they're like Metal Slug 2 and uh, Baseball Stars 2. Like all these games that Pretty SNK cool. made back yeah, in the early 90s, late, late 80s, early 90s, which are really cool. They're giving them all away right now if you want to go get those. There is a new Valorant agent, Killjoy. Um, Valorant is a very hard game. A game I, I am terrible <laughs> yeah. at, yeah. Um, but something that's that's you know fun to play if you're if you're into like really hardcore shooters. I started playing a little bit of Rogue Company. I love it. It's it's my style. It's fast. You know, Valorant matches take anywhere like forty five minutes sometimes. Oh, wow. yeah. Rogue Company, you're in it 10, 20 minutes. You're done. Okay, cool. So yeah, it's, that's it's nice. actually super cool, and it's third person, which I found I'm way better at third person than I am at uh at first person shooters. Here's some good news for you, Richard. Yes. Tony Hawk Pro Skaters 1 and 2, in addition to the, oh, sorry, for the soundtrack, they're having 37 new songs on the soundtrack, handpicked by Tony Hawk and people in the game, and the 18 original songs. Yes. With a total of, uh, was it 55, yes. 55 songs, including the 18 originals. So you get awesome. all those songs. So that's that's great news. Those ones all were the best. 
Just all, because you were playing the game. Yep. Um, Cuphead is now on PlayStation. You've never played Cuphead before. It was all it was PC and it was Switch. Now it's on PlayStation. If it's great, if you want to fucking throw your controller through the TV, yeah, I don't want to out of the room. Stuff. I kind of want you to play Cuphead. I don't kind of want could, you to do it. I don't think I could do it. I don't. Th- uh, and I, um, I don't think it's for. And me. this is this is also good news for everybody that uh, NFL 2K 21 is coming out this year. So it's no more just Madden. So 2K has struck a deal with the NFL. That's, That's huge. Be coming up this year. That's huge. The only thing I'm worried about, I tried to play. I'm going to say this right now. This is a bit of a hot take. This isn't a Rossi take. It's a hot take. Okay. Yeah. I tried playing NBA 2K. Now, I'm not the best basketball player, but I am good at sports video games. NBA 2K is like unplayable, man. Like the controls, like the controls yeah. are fucking weird. I haven't played it in uh, two two years. It's weird. So, like yeah. just, just dribbling and passing is like way more complicated than it needs to be. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I th- I think I played 2K18 and it was like it was fun. It was fine. So I don't know if they changed anything. You know what yeah, I also saw was funny is today uh Madden 22 was trending. Madden 22. Now Madden 21 That's, hasn't come out are yet. They, are they saying they're t- that they they're not doing Madden this year? No, they are. But the point was Madden 22, they were talking about all these things are going to add to the game and blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. But basically just like, oh shit, we actually have competition now. Yeah. So my guess is Madden 21 is going to be same old, same old. And that's they, they've gotten they, away with it. They've gotten they, away with it for years. They should probably just come out with the game every two years. Yes. And do free updates. Yes. Like Overwatch does all the updates. Do free updates until. Oh, by the way, Overwatch Summer Games. Summer Games is coming, and we, you and I are gonna we're getting back into it. I think yeah, we're gonna get I, back in. Now's the I time. Gotta, gotta play again. Now's the time. But uh, so that's all that. Oh, also the uh, the Doctor Joe Backcracker Call of Duty Invitational. Invitation, which is become like a, it's not a really an invitational. It's become like a weekly thing, but you do yeah. have to be invited. So you have to be invited. Yeah, it's a new format. Yeah, it starts actually starting now on all starting these different now. Yep. streams. Thirty players, ten team, ten trios, mm-hmm. and you're back in it. You are teamed up with uh, Nick Fryer and our Nick guy Fryer. Jordan. Yep, I am playing for the first time. Horrible at the game. I've played the game before, but I've never played in any of these tournaments before. Go for a good float. I'm playing with Chris Scheim and Super Bowl champion Jermaine Wiggins. Yes. So we are going well, to try to wreck some so, shit. If we're going to play tomorrow night, Twitch, by the way. Yeah, if you, uh, so are we. Uh, no, we're playing Thursday. So we're playing Thursday at 10. So I don't know what time you guys are playing. I but. think we're. I think we said today like around 8.30 probably. Yeah, it's kind of stepping on my funk. It's my stream night. I get it, though. You guys do do you. you just well, invite, just take all my viewership. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just run our stuff. I mean, we'll be done. We'll be no, done. You'll be done. Um, so, and lastly, I would I would add always that this video game minute, as all video game minutes, is brought to you by the great people of Wild Bill Soda. Go over to Wild Bill Soda right now. We got barbecue sauce now. We Come got on. hot sauce now. We got ginger ale is back. We got a, we got lemonades. We got iced teas. It's everything. So it's they're they're what going. Aren't they doing? Uh, that's the thing. So it's not just Wild Bill Soda anymore. But go over to their page. Check out their stuff. Um, we're going to be doing some stuff with their sauces, their hot sauces. Uh, doing a bit of a, like a hot like a hot ones kind of thing that's coming up soon oh i like um, that yeah so we're gonna do that uh pretty soon but use the promo code ron von d check those guys out they've been great to me they've been great to us so uh make sure you check them out again uh that's wildbillsoda.com veteran owned and operated um for a great cause uh and tell them i sent you boom yes and yes. you know get yourself 10 percent off by uh, entering ron von d and by the yes. way they ship it so goddamn fast. So fast. If I got like the next like day. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? 
That's wildbillsoda.com and use the promo code Ron Von D. I'm so glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. And today it is top 10 multiplayer video games of all time. Of all time. It's a daunting task, but guess what? We're up for we it. We are always up to it. And the problem, the problem I had right out of the shoot, Richard, I want you to tell a you. Problem? I got a problem. It's a it's yeah. a, a what constitutes a multiplayer game? More than one player. More than one player. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's kind of some people would say more than two, but like that. No, I, I would say more than one. More than one. Multi. Okay. So that that Multi. adds that adds a wrinkle that many people might not have. They think multiplayer, they think FIFA, they think uh overwatch. I, they, I need they think 30 shooters. guys playing together. Yeah, but it's so not that. I thought it was more than one. I also again, this is up for your own interpretation. Mm-hmm. The way I kind of viewed it too was uh the game can certainly have a single player mode. The game can be fun single player, but it's always better multiplayer. Okay. Some of the, some of the games are only multiplayer. Right. Some of them have both, but you would just always prefer the other. And so there are certainly games where I was kind of on the fence, but I'm like, you know what? I just I had just as much fun playing solo and either a story mode or some of the sports games or whatever and I just said I could entertain myself for hours with this game. All now, the there were other games where I was like, playing with somebody is really what made it. And if I was just by myself, the game really wouldn't have been that good. And that's how yeah. I did it. And so Davey and I each came up with a top 15. Mm-hmm. And then I melded the list together. It's weighted. So whatever game Davey said was first or whatever game I said was first got the most points. Boom, put it all together. And we got a top 10. So we'll go 10 through one and before we get to one we'll rip off some honorable mentions basically like the others receiving votes Mm -hmm. um but there's i'm sure there's some classics that we left off and some great ones that people are going to be pissed or there was a certain genre of game i think that like we just have more experience playing so i'm sure there's you know other ones that people are like well how come this one didn't didn't make it so and again we want to pull these are our personal favorites maybe not like critically but like these are the ones that i when I was making my list of like, which ones did I play the most? Like, which ones did I, yeah, that I was have the most fun playing? You know, so t- it's a top 10 list. And for people who have listened to our podcast for a long time, you can probably predict most of these because we've talked about them. There's been different stories. And that leads into number 10 right away, Ryan. Sure. Number 10, WrestleMania 2000. Which, I mean, we talk about like games we've had the most fun playing. I just, the creating your character mode I mean, I could sit there for yeah. hours and just create a new character and have so much fun with it. But also, I mean, I think what drove this too is that the cast of the cast of characters itself in the game were so good, and it was and so robust. This was to me the best period of wrestling. So, oh yeah, yeah. This this was to me the no brainer. I know a lot of people like uh, No Mercy. That's a really highly acclaimed yep. game as well. And there's some other ones, but this one was perfectly suited for the N64, mm-hmm. where you have the four controller plugins, and you play. So even if you didn't do the creative player, which was amazing, which was you amazing. could just pick up and you're playing DX and Stone Cold and The Rock and all these different guys. You could do Royal Rumbles. You're doing tag team matches. You're doing whatever. The idea, too, that if you were in like a stable, and so we, of course, I think famously had the Party Boys. The Party Boys. Tyson yep. and McParty. And so say Davey was having a singles match. My guy would also come to the ring with him, and I could control him. Like, shit like that was just so fucking good. And so I love this game so much. And it was one where if I played it by myself, 
I'm sure I would have liked it and it would have been fine. You can still create players and you can and still like, like a career mode. There's or something a career like that. mode, which is fine. Yeah. But no, it's the multiplayer for this game that just took it to a whole nother level. And this and what the other thing too that really stood out to me in this game is the controls were sharp and they were simple. Like the simplicity yeah. of the controls yeah. was yeah. like your your special move. You do like a strong grapple with A and then you kind of wiggle the stick around. Like that's Boom. it. You don't have to- power bomb city. Power bombs, choke slam, sky high choke, choke slam for me. Yeah. That was my that was my move. Or we could do we did the Dudley Boys, the 3D. It was our yeah. tag team signature yeah. move. Like that was the shit. Awesome. Yeah, it, it was, was called so that, I believe that was the party crasher. That was the party crasher. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the party favor, which was a submission hold. It was a it was a two person submission hold. It was yeah. a camel clutch and a figure four at the same time. Yeah. No, a uh, we, camel clutch and a Boston crab. Right. Which we actually did to people. To people. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're and probably they were, still laying there somewhere, and they were pissed. Like when yeah. we'd ever we, I would be the camel clutch end, and Rich would be the Boston crab, yeah. and we I would just put, I could sink in a good crab, a deep yeah. crab, and you would I'd have a couple a deep couple crab. crack. You'd feel a couple cracks from Ooh. somebody every now and again. It's the but, lower vertebrate, yeah, that's, that's what, what that was. Mm-hmm. The lower vertebrate, yeah. But I'd put this game up there again. There's there's so many different wrestling games. This one was the best. It was also not only was it the perfect time of wrestling, but I think as far as games were concerned, because as fun as some of like the Sega or um like n60 uh super nes wrestling games were mm-hmm. it was like it wasn't quite at that level for like the graphics and stuff no but it, uh, again I, th- this is one of those games where multiplayer games were so much more fun when they were in the same room yeah you know and it was just so easy because you remember for playstation you had to get like the adapter and you had to get all those, if you wanted more than two Whereas yeah. N64 was just like, fucking plug Set it in. Four. four guys yeah. going. Super easy. Super fun. Yeah, man. All right. Number nine on this list, Ryan, uh, from the original Nintendo, Double Dragon 2. The Deuce. This game I loved. I also, childhood memory, playing with my father, just going up, you know, the two of us. Yeah. You're the red guy. I'm the blue guy. Let's just go kick some street ass. Let's just <laughs> go up there, pick up a pipe, throw the fucking pipe. Just beat ass all the way across the board. And this one was super fun because in the days of Nintendo, for example, you know, playing Mario. All right, you go as Mario by yourself, and now it's my turn as Luigi, and then it's your turn, then it's my turn, and whatever. Yep. And so when Double Dragon and uh, a game spoiler alert that didn't make it on, uh, Contra was another one where you're both fighting at the same time. And that was so new then to both be on the screen Mm -hmm. at the same time and just like, how important it was. And it's basically, you know, like, like taking the arcade home and you're sitting there and you're both playing uh, the same game, helping each other out, beating the shit out of people. So this always, this stood out to me as one of the great first time, two people playing at the same time, rather than like what I was saying, how you had one person would watch one person would play. This got you both in the action right away. And what was great too, is this, this was a port from an arcade game and the arcade game was excellent as well. So like yeah. um it expanded upon like the double dragon that you had seen before. Um both of them start with a woman getting punched. I don't understand why they did that again. Well that they thought that was a good idea twice. But you know, a, a fun game like you said, um cooler moves and just a little bit cleaner than the first one, which I, I yeah. thought and it's just yeah. a just a yeah. solid solid entry yeah. into the best yeah. multiplayer games. Are the, these are all kind of my game heavy, just the way the voting worked out. Mm-hmm. So this next one on my list, I know I was more of a fan of than you were, but you played it as well. And oh, yeah. coming in at number eight is Gears of War. Yes. I loved Gears of War. This also, not that by any means it was the first game that people played um, 
you know, from all, in all different locations and like, mm-hmm. you know, snooping up that way. But for me, I just remember spending so much time, you know, wearing the headset and just sitting there playing with my cousin, playing with our friends and just constantly just as the game evolved and I played gears, gears two and gears three. I was yep. out by the time Same. gears four rolled around, mm-hmm. but cause we've told the story before, like we, we were PlayStation guys, but we ended up getting the 360 and then went and then back, going to, back PlayStation. to PlayStation. We both, yep. we mirrored each other there. And so at the very least, if you're going to have an Xbox, you might as well play gears of war, get the exclusive games there for mm-hmm. it. Get your money's worth gears of war to its credit had a good single player mode, a sure fun ass story mode. Mm-hmm. But I never had more fun than playing the 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 team ups. And what's great about it was it was a little bit different in that the cover system, like running to cover and like slamming up again and then vaulting over walls. It was yeah. a little bit of a wrinkle because at the time we we're going to talk about some games next, where it was like mm-hmm. you just kind of like run and gunning. You just like you run to a spot and whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there was there had to be a little bit of team aspect to it. And this was at a time too with the Xbox 360 that I felt that at the time Xbox was doing way better than PlayStation and a lot of it had to do with the ease of Xbox Live. So mm-hmm. Xbox Live was a much better experience than PlayStation Network at the early onset. So like when we first started playing Gears of War online, it was great. It was easy. You could find your friends online. Like PlayStation was a little bit more muddy and a little bit yeah. like their subscription yeah. based system was a little bit shittier and like was unreliable. Mm-hmm. Gears was always a good time. Like always a good time and again a, a shooting game which now Playing uh, Rogue Company, which is another third-person team-based game, you got to talk. You got to have a plan. You got to like have and know your teammates and what they're going to do. So that was yeah. a, this was kind of a cool thing for me to to play. Yeah. Um. And probably for my money, the best Xbox multiplayer game. I for me, at one hundred percent was, and I thought, yeah, like the graphics were cool, but there was enough. I take it back. I take it back. I said oh, something like, stupid. I got another oh, one. Yeah. I oh. got another one. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was. And then this also, I remember just like they would add, um, you know, maps to it. Like that was one of those things yes. I remember playing and be like, oh, fucking like one guy in our group hasn't downloaded the new maps yet. So like, yeah, he can't fucking play. Like, yeah. get out, go download the maps, come back, and then come you back. can play. And that like, still happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, <laughs> it, it happens. Does. Updates and everything. Make sure, by the way, boys and girls, when you're playing um, uh, Modern Warfare this week, make sure you uh, update before you play. So. Oh, big update coming. I forgot to mention that in the video game. Oh, big call. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll probably turn it on tonight then do that. Uh, So anyway, like you could, I I put Gears of War, the first one on there, but I mean, two and three were all good and there were, you know, slight improvements on them, but I'm going to go with that one. Uh, Uh, So coming in at number seven, speaking of Call of Duty, we are going to go with at number seven, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. Now my, for my money, the best Call of Duty game um, made. That's Modern Warfare 2. And I like you get, was it 30 kills in a row? You get a tactical nuke. You can just end the game, <laughs> which is just, it, it was like the, the pin it, like once you did that, like that was the, the ultimate in like F you to like the other team. Like I'm that good where I can get like 30 or 20, it was like 25 or 30 kills and you get a tactical nuke. You just end the game. <laughs> it's over. Game's over. Yeah. Like, and so. Um, like the best maps, the best, it was fast. It was, um, I think this is when they introduced hardcore mode, I think. Um, okay. and like, like classic, classic game. And, and what did you play that I, for? This was Xbox as well. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think I tried to dabble in this after gears or in between two yeah. years and I wasn't, wasn't nearly as good at it, but no, but I, I mean, 
No, but it was cool. I mean, it's a, it's a good game. There's and it's no not a sim. Like, Battlefield was a little bit of a sim where it had, like, the bullet drop and you had to pay attention to wind. And, like, all this was just straight arcade shooter. Bullets don't drop and they travel, you know, super fast. Like, you could hit someone across the map with any gun. Um, and that kind of style game, this kind of set the precedent for, like, the, the rest of, you know, the Call of Duty series. Um, and someone just mentioned in the chat right now, I have never experienced toxicity like I have in a Call of Duty Modern <laughs> Warfare 2 lobby. Incredible. I have never been called racial and homophobic slurs by children more than I did playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And I think I was like into my early 20s at the time when this came out. So not great. No, no not great. But no. the play while playing the game, super, super fun, super yeah. fast, super um, looked really good for the time. And just a super clean, awesome game. And I think it was Infinity Ward did this one. So it was a hmm. um, awesome stuff from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Now, you can press on to number six. Yes. Number six, probably the game, if you would say the best multiplayer game for me, which I'm the best at, I would have to go with this six, number six right here. Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition. Hmm. I have played this game more than any game i have ever played in my life i still play it a couple times a month from time to time hmm. just to stay sharp um just in case uh, just in case you never know if someone's <laughs> like so it's funny story a little so i teach um we do this thing where I, the school i was called intercession so there's like a two-week period where like teachers can propose and teach a class anything they want and so, like, you can propose it. It goes to, like, a committee. They approve it. So the class I've been teaching for the past four years is the history and business of video games. So what we do is I bring in all my old consoles. We set them up. Uh, one of the first things we do with kids is be like, all right, you guys can play Nintendo if you can get it to work. <laughs> and that's always a fun thing to do. But we have yeah. some really cool speakers come in and talk to the kids. And it's that's very educational. And yeah. It's very sweet. But one of the things we do, it always winds up happening, is I tell the kids, um we play street fighter and I tell them the story that like this, I've played this game more than whatever. And the kids will inevitably challenge me. And they're like, Oh, or who are you going to pick? And I said, you, and I say, you pick, you pick who I play with. And they're like, Ooh. And yeah. I like, yeah, I, I stop usually at when I get done with all the characters, I stop <laughs> and I don't lose. What character ever. are you the best with? Uh, either, uh, Ryu. Ryu, Ryu and Ken are kind of the same in those yeah, games, yeah. but yeah, I yeah, also yeah. do, yeah. um, I would say Zangief is the hardest to play with. Okay. But um, yeah, his special moves are, are... Once I break up Dalsim, though, the kids think I'm cheating. I'm like, that's like, you could pick that guy too. Like, and yeah. you just got to know how to beat him. A good reach. Like, your arms stretch. Like, yeah, yeah but he's super yeah. slow. So if you get in tight, like, it doesn't matter. They're like, and he's got a little head. You know, he's got a tiny little head. Little yoga head. fire, yoga flame. Yeah. Um, and I found that they also think that I'm really good with uh, Bison. Because the Champion Edition, you can play as all the bosses. Oh yeah, yeah. And That's Bison cool. is just super OP. So if you like try yeah. to play against kids, it's it's yeah. pretty unfair. Yeah. Yeah. So that's their first fighting game on the list is Street Fighter 2. I Sweet. fucking love this game. Yeah. Love it. And I remember this being like the first game like I one I was really good at and two I really loved. Is you know, mm -hmm. I that and like Mike Tyson's punch up. But like this one for sure. Yeah. Interesting. And again, a game you could play by yourself, and it's like, eh, but it's way better playing with other people. Right, and that segues yeah. nicely into number five, Ryan. And this one, yeah. everything you said about Street Fighter 2 is how I feel about number five on our list, and that would be Tekken 3. 
Well, that doesn't really make sense because I'm better than you at Tekken mm, 3. Like, this not, isn't a game like you're best at. Like, you're not. But I'm like I, better than you. So it doesn't not true. Really... We could, we, I'd love to play it again if we could somehow rig up a Tekken 3 <laughs> because Tekken 3 was perfect. And I was a big Tekken 2 fan. I love yes. Tekken 2. And I remember going to when we first went to St. Paul's, mm-hmm. my like freshman year, and kids were playing Tekken 2 in the dorm. Somebody had a PlayStation uh, 1 and was playing Tekken 2. And I immediately kind of like, you know, got my way in there. It was doing pretty well, and I used I think I used uh, Law a lot yeah. in, in Tekken 2. Mm-hmm. Tekken 3 rolls around. They expand the characters. The graphics are a little bit better. The combos are better. The moveset is super, super intense. It's like a library t- for every person. S- super smooth. Yeah, it's one of those games that is like as, as tough as you want the game to be. There's like characters mm-hmm. for you. Like our buddy Shark would play as King, and he would do like the 20 hold once he got you chain throw thing which was insane uh davy obviously used eddie gordo who was new to the game that year uh huarang who was very good i used lay and law but gone who is only in tekken 3 he's a fucking character from some show uh anime yeah or some anime show yeah and Gone is so good. He's looked at as a joke character, and everybody in our dorm was picking different characters, and we're all like going after each other because, especially when somebody is really good at a character, you really shouldn't use that character. You're like, you don't want to be the third best Paul Phoenix in the dorm. No, you want you want to fucking be your guy yeah. and be the best at it. So I'm like, this little dinosaur, like, because people would use him and they just like the little punch, and you're like, nope, that ain't nope. it. It's peck, peck, peck. Spin, tail, spin, 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 tail, spin, spin, uppercut. spin, uppercut with a fireball. I knew, I knew, and even if you knew it was coming, it's like <laughs> blocking, blocking low has yeah. always been hard for me in video games. Yeah. So like, you knew like boom, boom, like jab, jab, spin. I'm like, once the spin got, you got one spin. I was like, fuck, because then like half your yeah. half your power's gone. Because he's know? like a he's like a joke character, but like mm-hmm. you can be good with him. And he has a fireball which is unblockable and a fart which was unblockable. True, and, and you a fart. Would, and you would like the fart was like a shield. Like you would run into yep. you, you would run into it, and you would your character would just immediately fall backwards. It was like a stun move. It would fall backward, like, and then that would, imme- that would immediately lead you right back into peck peck peck. And peck, the peck, peck, peck took so much damage for some it reason. The it peck was and the uppercut was like the third of your health was gone. And he you was landed he, a full combo. He was difficult to kill, and and people tried figuring out either either Eddie because he had all the low kicks. So that's what. Or I learned over. how to I learned how to play Eddie Gordo just so I could beat your gun. Great, you, you could fight off a gun. And True and Ogre a, wasn't bad because yeah. he had the low kick combo also. Yes, and, and I would say, uh, who's it? Brian Fury had a great low kick combo. Fury as well. did. Fury was yeah. pretty good in the game. Uh, so then I would play as Lay, but admittedly I was not the best Lay. Cause the kid, our our buddy Billy, yeah. who transferred, so he wasn't there sophomore year when we played like an insane amount. But freshman year, he was there. And one time, true story, he brought his PlayStation to a dorm, the one near the cafeteria. Yep. North. Mm-hmm. And, or no, he didn't bring it. Somebody was playing it. Somebody was playing Tekken. Not sat, his dorm. Not his dorm. Not his he dorm. He walked in, saw they were playing Tekken. He had what we still refer to as the Billy Wicker combo, which mm-hmm. I sort of stole as my own. It's, it's the highest form of flattery, but I stole that yep. as my own. And I was like, a, I was an above average Lei Wulong. You were. And he sat there and. No joke. He's playing. I knew I wasn't going to get a controller. He was just playing different kids in the dorm and like just playing them and leaving, playing them and leaving. I went to go get lunch. I came back. He won, was it 100 straight games? I think 
it was 100 in a row he yeah. won against these guys. Now, they weren't necessarily great. They weren't great. You could fucking get a win, couldn't you? By accident. Like, I could trip and fall best. and get a win, you know? But And Billy was probably the second best player in the dorm because the best player. Oh, God damn it. Charles Lee, Charles a.k.a. Lee. the general. Didn't say much. He was very quiet when he very played. Quiet. He was really good with Paul. He was really good with uh, Truoger. Yeah, he had, he had a good king. Mm-hmm. And he now my claim to fame is when I did the uh, spin uppercut fire with gone, he gasped. <laughs> he gasped. He didn't say much. He was very quiet. Yes. He'd never seen the move before. We thought this kid knew everything about Tekken. Yeah. And we had a big so we had two different dorms that everybody played mm-hmm. Tekken in. And we had a huge Tekken tournament. And because you remember they could do Tekken team. And yes. what would happen is you could go up to six players. And then say, you know, my guy is fighting Davy's guy, and mm-hmm. I I win, but Davy takes a ton of my health away. So now I fight the next guy in Davy's team, but I'm right. really low in health. And then so yes. you do it like it's like a relay race type of thing. And so our dorm played their dorm, and we fucking lost to him. And it we was, lost. And it was I awful. was like, you and I played well. I think we took out a person and then some, and then we got like to the back of the order, and someone. Just shit their britches. No, we like, had we got yeah, to the general and he took out three guys. Yeah, it was awful because we had yeah. six, we had six guys on the team, and so it yeah. was your Eddie, it was Sharks King who was also good. Yep, it was my gone, and then we had three other guys who just were. They were there to have fun. We were <laughs> not there to have fun. We were not like we were there. We were ready to play, and they were not. Did we wear suits? We did something when we went. It was in like there. sunglasses was like a, oh, and yeah, like yeah. <laughs> hooded sweatshirts, like up. You know, like we were like there was a uniform. I remember there being a uniform. And I remember we brought our own controller because they went to like hand us their like the player two controller, and we're like, no, no, no. I knew we're, like, we were. Our own. I knew we were fucked when, and it was the first time I'd ever seen anybody do this. So the general sat down, and he remapped the buttons. Remember, mm-hmm. he had all he remapped all of King's throws to like the top triggers not yeah. the actual buttons i'm like uh, we are fucked right like, now yeah we're I'm like i knew i knew he was good but i underestimated yeah. the rest of the they had some other good guys on their team yeah did the french kid play as dr b or was that the he, year before maybe that was the year before okay that was the year before he yeah. played as we had a french exchange student he played as dr boskanovich and it was, <laughs> it was not very good he just no. lay on the ground no but anyway, that's my story, and that's one of those ones where again, yeah. like you can play by yourself and it's fun, but then like to actually play in that set. Remember, we would train. We trained for that goddamn we tournament. We trained, and we, we would make everyone play. Make everyone play us, like different people. Like who use this was character. it? It was it was fucking. Who did Wilson use? Because I think he screwed us, Paul. and then he was not a good Paul. And then was it Noon used uh, Yoshi Mitsu, and he was very hit or miss. Very hit or miss. Like if he got you, he was good. If he if he if you got him for land yeah. of the first hit, he never blocked. So we lost. I think we lost like it was the best of seven series, <clears> and we lost in like five. Five. We lost six. Th- yeah, it was f- I think it was five. We lost in five. Terrible. It was brutal. It was brutal. The greatest shame ever. Greatest shame ever. It was. Us, we were prepared. We were. We, we did. Were we, we did our. We did our, our work. All right. That, that's that's long enough for number five. Uh, so speaking. Of, so speaking yeah. of being prepared. Um. I misspoke earlier and said that Gears of War was the best Xbox exclusive multiplayer game. I was dead wrong with that. So at number four, we're going to go with Halo 2. Hmm. Um, a game, again, where I played constantly, 
constantly. And I think right out of college, um, I was still playing this game like Xbox Live. I was working. I was single. I was working. And I was like, come home from work, get my work done, get my grading done, and just play Halo all night. Yeah. Um, and so much fun. Speaking of like our arcade shooters, like they had the sticky grenades. They had um, you could dual wield. Like this game was so fucking fun. Um, the battle rifle, sniper rifle, like all the cool maps. Like this was the first like it wasn't really a battle royale, but it was like big. Like it was a big multiplayer experience. Like they had some maps where it was like eight on eight, and there were different game modes. I remember playing SWAT, which mm. was just pistols, battle rifles, and assault rifles. That's it. And there was like no armor okay so it was like so it was just it was like quick killing stuff and um i got so good at this game i thought until i played a kid. <laughs> so i, I was yeah. working at a school and this kid was a pro he was a pro halo player and i was playing with him and i was like i am nowhere near and this is where mm. i knew that like i was never gonna be like a professional gamer yeah. because of how good this kid was Oh, it's next um, level. It's pretty humbling because, like, you'll, yeah, you'll definitely play against your friends or whatever. And you're like, oh, I'm pretty good, and then you're like, wait a minute, like but, that happened to me in uh, in Madden and in NCAA football. I thought I was really good at both, and then yeah. I was like, oh shit, never mind. And this kid, so he was sponsored by like uh, whoever. It didn't matter, but like yeah. he um like throwing the you know the plasma grenades that you could like stick to people. Mm. Every time he threw one, he'd hit me. Like he and like he would never miss. And he was the first person I saw. You could do this thing in Halo where you click the stick and you would like crouch, but you could do it while in the air and you would like, he would jump and like oh, knuckleball. God. Like he would like, it was like so hard to hit in the air. Like usually I'd be like dead on, but he would like yeah, just move just a little bit. And I've never, I learned so much by playing with him, but like I knew right then and there that like this people are on a different level and mm-hmm. I'm not on that level, but no, I know such a fun game regardless. And again, a great campaign, but really the star of the show for halo two was the multiplayer for sure. Like I, yeah. And this, I think you had already gone back to PlayStation at this point. Like you had gone back to PlayStation three. No, I remember no, you no, playing no. a lot of halo. No, I didn't play a lot of halo. I, I yeah. no, I had three sixty, And so the only thing like we, we played hours and hours and hours of gears of war and the yeah. same group. Again, it was my, co- it was ma- mainly my cousin and his friends and yep. we played forever. And the, the, really the thing that stopped us was halo. And, so they're like, oh, we're all playing Halo now. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, all right. So I got Halo. I played yeah. like a few times. Wasn't good right away. Like I was at Gears. So I'm like, I think I'm done. Well, and that's the, the other thing too. Is like out. how good, like this was the first time I experienced kind of a learning curve where mm. I got, so like right now, like I started playing Rainbow. Like I tried to play Rainbow Six like a couple months ago. Yeah. But everyone who plays that game is so good. Yeah. That it's re- and same with like League of Legends and Overwatch. Like some people are just really, really good and have been playing forever. Yeah, and just like to break through and to kind of get. And the Halo was the I first know. time I'd like I'd experienced that. Yeah. Um, but a fucking just a, a almost perfect multiplayer game, almost perfect. Yeah, no, it was good. I just, I wasn't yeah. good at it, but it was it's for sure good. And I hope that they bring a little bit of back, a bit of that back with the new Halo. I yeah. hope they do, but. But just keep it fun. Like, don't try to t- make it too serious. Just like keep it, you know, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. cartoony, you know. Yeah. All right, Ryan, number three on our list, Mario Kart sixty four. Mm-hmm. This game was voted the greatest video game of all time in the last Dork Madness, or no, two Dork Madnesses ago. Yeah. I also think you can make a case that Super Mario Kart is fantastic and a great game. 
this is a little bit easier. The multiplayer is a little bit easier on this yep. game. And, you know, it's it's the next uh, level up. Um, there have even been Mario Kart since this. I know the one that's on the Switch now is fun. I played it it's with fun. my nephew. It's, it's super time. fun. Yeah. But this game is just fantastic. This is just a sit-down, anybody-can-play type of thing. There's just enough characters to keep it interesting, enough weapons to keep it interesting, enough maps to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's a fun game. Like there's just no there's no other way to describe it. It's a, it's super fun and one of the games like Tekken, like Street Fighter that we would use at times to settle arguments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all right, fine. Like you want to like you think you're let's better go. than me or like you were yeah. arguing about something stupid. Like all right, let's race. Mario and whoever Kart. like mm-hmm. you know, uh whoever or like we bet, like we bet a pizza or we bet whatever. Like right. you're like all right, fine. Like if you think you're better than me, let's go. And I let's remember race. Let's race right now. And you yeah. picked it, you pick it or whatever. But like, it's such a cool thing to like settle arguments this mm-hmm. way, you know, mm-hmm. or settle beefs. Be like, all right, let's, we'll, we'll race. And Great that's game. It. Everybody, I mean, and the characters are all like fun, you know, like you just, everybody's got their own guy or a couple, a couple guys that they use. And, and there was just, always that person who just claimed that whoever they used was better for whatever reason. Yeah, like, and uh, it was usually the, the Yoshi, Yoshi and people. Peach. Yoshi and Peach people. Yoshi, like, like Yoshi's the fastest character. You're like, whatever. Well, how come I can beat you with Toad? Well, he has the most acceleration, but you know, Toad mm-hmm. has the best handling. I don't know if the, any of that's true. <laughs> I don't really know, but like, that's what people thought. Yeah, like, Yoshi definitely felt a little faster or had better acceleration, but like, I don't know if you time the start. What does it really matter? It doesn't matter. And if you had like higher top end speed, or you're just a well-rounded racer yeah. like Mario, you know, like. I did stay away from the big heavies, though. I, I didn't never, like the heavies. I never used the heavies. I it never didn't feel used right. Donkey Kong or Bowser. I was. Yeah. It wasn't really my scene. Or was it Wario? No, that was later on. But like, that's not really my scene. No, I would. I would use. I. I was pissed because my Super Mario Kart character was Koopa Troopa. Yeah, I loved Koopa Troopa. Not in Mario sixty four. So I was. Back. I was pretty just, much a yeah. Toad exclusive. I like Toad a yeah. lot, but yeah. Anyway. All right, Ryan, want to get to number two? Let's get to number two. So this one, adult us, pre yeah. post-30s us. I mean, this is a game we've logged hundreds of hours playing this game together. Mm-hmm. Um, this was my game, number one, by the way. My number one came number in second. One. Your number one came in number one. Yeah. So this game is Blizzard's Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, a game that continues to improve. And it's been out for four years and it's it's uh we mentioned at the the video game minute that there's summer games is happening again all really cool skins but what really sets this game apart is the 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 roles and again this could be borrowed from team fortress 2 this could be borrowed from any any other game that has role based shooters yeah but the team aspect of this was is is incredible but i think what set it apart was that Blizzard has enough money with Warcraft and with Starcraft and with all these games that they said, we're going to come out with this game and we're not going to charge you another dime for anything. We're going to keep updating it. We're going to keep giving you characters. We're going to keep giving you maps. We're going to keep giving you modes. And it's just going to... It's free. I I really do think it's the perfect multiplayer game. And they talked about all the research that they did. Mm -hmm. They wanted to make it fun. They also wanted to make it challenging. They wanted to do all these different things. And so they came up to with a six-person team they Mm -hmm. felt like with all their different research was the best where one player, if you have the best player in the game, you're not automatically going to win. If you have the worst player, you're not automatically going to lose. But you still need everybody to kind of carry their weight. 
Also, the different, you know, healer uh, attacks, support, like all that stuff, tanks, that also became super important how you play. And they even were telling you that right away. And they're like, if you're playing in a game and you have a real problem with a uh, Bastion, mm-hmm. here's the character, then you should switch out. And you were allowed, it's not like you were locked in for the whole game. Right. So say you sucked and you're playing with one character, and this guy sucked, switch out mid game and, and playing as a team, which <laughs> when we did it, we'd always say we would, and then we'd end up running all by ourselves. But, but it actually helped. Like, yes. It wasn't just like a thing that you would say. Like if you played as a team, you would win more than you would lose. There's no doubt. And there's no doubt. And there's no doubt that that's the case. And again, like it allows you where a game like Halo 2 or a game like Call of Duty, like there's always going to be one loadout that's better than all. Like so a sniper rifle and a battle rifle in Halo or in um, like there's certain guns and like the newest Modern Warfare that are just better. Like they're just Mm -hmm. better than any other guns in Overwatch. Like I get to play what suits me like th- this is like my play style and like unfortunately like it's the most boring it's basically like i tank which is like alignment you know mm-hmm. basically like i'm mm-hmm. in front and i'm kind of leading the way but like, it. it's what i'm best at and also, that's what's going to make the team better you know you can't run out of ammo something as simple as that is perfect yeah. you don't want to be running around the map looking for ammo and so like if you want to play just shooting a lot but guess what even just shooting a lot there's all these tanks, there's all these shields, there's all these things where like even mm-hmm. even if an asshole is just shooting bullets the whole time, it's like, fine, go ahead. You're not necessarily gonna be that big of a help if that's all you're doing. Or well, the one thing we found with a with a very toxic player that we played with one time, your hook accuracy has to be on point. Hook accuracy. That was the name of the game. It's like I'm a He's tank. The wor- clearly the worst player and a random kid we were playing with was telling us that like he might have sucked and had the least amount of kills as a tank. Yeah. But his hook accuracy was in the 80s. He laughed at us and said, I'm not supposed to get any kills. I'm like, well, I don't know about any kills. Like, that's, that's, yeah, that's not you grab a couple true of at guys all. right in front of you, you can shoot them. You know, yeah. it's, it's fine. Especially if you are hooking people that accurately. Yeah. They come right in front of your face. You should be able to shoot them and kill them. But God. the not only is it the, the characters and the maps, but also the different ways of playing. Like, it's not so redundant where sometimes it's just, uh, you know, a payload. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like capture a point. Sometimes, like, it's great. And the fact that we could log so many hours of it is pretty proof. And the fact that I'm probably going to go back to it now. that the yeah, We're going to go back to it. And, and what I find with this game too, now there's been some hiccups here and there with like the ranking system that I had a problem with and whatever, but like every, yeah. imp- everything they've done to this game has been an improvement. It's yeah. never taken a step back. Um, and if they did, they fixed it. Like, so like, you know, the ranking system is what it is. And, you know, I think I should be higher, but mm. whatever. Same. But, uh, same. Um, but how, how cool too is, you know, they, they have like the medals at the end of the game, so they sort of reward people, but it's for everything. So it's not just yeah. who has the most kills, like which is like every other game. Right. This is sometimes it is most kills, but sometimes it is also who had the most healing, who had the most uh damage Did delivered. the most damage or like there's yeah. also what's cool is um like the play of the match. And like so at the very end, mm-hmm. you'll sit there and watch. And if it's you, it's fucking the best. And if it's not, you're like, skip it, this one sucks, but it's like it's kind of cool to highlight a certain play from the entire match after every match is awesome. And it, again, I mean, they take all the best things of like a MOBA, like a League of Legends or something like that, and they mix it with the fun of like a Call of Duty. And then mm. that's the game. Like you have yeah. different different abilities, different ultimates, different things like that, that you would find in a MOBA that they put in a first person shooter, which is brilliant. It's a mm. brilliant game. And I can't wait for Overwatch 2, which is going to have a campaign um which i'm excited for that's the one thing yeah. like this is the only game i think that is only multiplayer yeah now i know they have a couple other little, like little 
actually not really like it's 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 multiplayer um want to rip off some honorable mentions before yes, we get to number yes. one so, right, so some of the other of, ones re- receiving votes what do you got so speaking of uh league of legends i mean that is a game it's like watching live competitive chess with like <laughs> five people like it's mm-hmm. or six people like it's a mm-hmm. uh, it's it's an amazing thing to watch people do well um the problem the fun factor for me in this game it's ultra competitive you have to be ultra smart you have to be really good at what you do and it's just not as much fun as like say in say in overwatch where Mm -hmm. i respect i absolutely respect um the people who are really good at this because it's hardcore man like this is this is like the most hardcore game i've ever played and it's it's a buy-in like you said like if i start the game as one character i can't switch right and I, I'm locked in, so you got to be really careful. You have to be like communicate, and it's 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 a really super ultra competitive thing that just never really spoke to me. But mm-hmm. still, an incredible game nonetheless. I loved Toe Jam and Earl, Planet of Funkatron, <laughs> so much. So what was cool about Toe Jam and Earl too is you're playing together, right? One person's Toe Jam, the other person's Earl. But mm-hmm. what was cool too in the early versions of the game is you'd be playing together, but it's not like you had to be on the screen at the same time. Like like so Sonic and Tails, for example, yeah. you can only control Tails if you're right with there with Sonic. Right. You got you could break apart though. And like so now like the map and like the camera sort of goes in different directions. And so you can go do your own thing over here, then come back and reunite together. But I remember for that generation of games for Sega, Toe Jam and Earl was just so much fun playing with a friend, playing by yourself kind of stunk, playing playing with somebody was what made it. So much what I want to mention, Grand Theft Auto Five has a ridiculous multiplayer for me the multiplayer the heists in grand theft auto 5 are some of the most fun i've had Hmm. but i still think the single player is better that's why i didn't have it on my list yeah only because of that is because if i if you never ever even logged into the multiplayer it's still one of the greatest games of all time Still, and there's yeah. so much to do, and yeah. you could do it for hundreds of hours. You could still play this game. Even just driving around is fun. Right. But right. I love doing the heist, but the multiplayer itself is not as good as the actual game. Mm-hmm. So that's why it would be, be an honorable mention, but I do want to mention it that it is actually really good. Uh, NBA Jam. Fucking right, dude. For me, it was great. Like that, the, the sports games, I had a hard time with it because sports games are all great multiplayer, but... A lot of them are all great solo too, and like yeah. just sitting there and playing NBA Jam and trying to beat all the teams and unlock all the guys and everything else like that's fun. But either playing with somebody or playing against somebody really does make the game. And finding out that there was a, such a thing as a computer assistance really pissed me off. That's why it was <laughs> off my list. Yeah, like there were times where like I if I were uh, like the the Charlotte Hornets was Alonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson like unbeatable. Right, they were the best. But I'm playing like. Who was shit? The Cavaliers, where it's like, hmm. who was who was in the Cavaliers? Mark Price and Brad Doherty, and they stunk. And like somehow no, they, should, they be, might have been good, but I understand. But I, 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 but I was up, point. I was up thirty points at the half, and then somehow they make it like a six point game <laughs> by the end. Like back. I just stopped making shots. Like yeah. dun- I started breaking dunks. I'm like, this is bullshit. Right. Um, games were close. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the only sports game. So again, FIFA is great. Yeah. Uh, Madden used to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, NHL is like been consistent for me. Um. But I want to Tiger Woods PGA Tour 04 was probably the best sports game I've ever played. Like that that was so much fun. And again, you could play with you could play as a foursome. Mm-hmm. You'd only need you could have four controllers, you could have two controllers, it didn't matter. You would take turns. Right. But just a great social, slow paced game. Um, 
Shime and I were talking. We're going to get the Rory McIlroy uh, PGA Golf in August. Oh, nice. We play that. That's so cool. if you want to get on that, like get in on that, It'd be sure. fun. Just play some golf, man. Smack just like shoot balls. the shit. It's low stakes, and you just shoot yeah. the shit and like talk shit to people. I That's love playing Tiger Woods golf. I was surprised it didn't make your list. It was on mine, and I think it ended up coming in 16th overall. Was just uh, Wii Sports. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought about putting it on the list. I did. I didn't even have a Wii, but mm-hmm. all my friends that did, I would always be like, "Can we play?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." And so we would just fucking bowl or play oh, tennis. Yeah. Some of the yeah. other ones weren't as good, right? Was it like um, baseball? Like you baseball kind of stung. You just all like, you had to do is like kind of crack it like a whip, and it was yeah, like, yeah. But I mean, between bowling and tennis, I feel like you just play those, like just drunk playing those. A games lot of broken the- TVs. Yeah, there is that too. There was a little <laughs> um, bit, of that, but I, I had that on my list. A couple more I want to mention. So I do want to mention Super Smash Brothers. Uh, oh yeah, Ultimate, which I do have for the Switch. I play it. I'm I'm not very good, but I love playing it, and I love playing it with my kids. They mm-hmm. they they because it's it's easy. It's like two buttons, and they they figure it out, and yeah. I let them shock me as Pikachu, and they think it's the funniest thing in the world. Why not? Um, the arcade game that we didn't mention, and I say this is a bit of a tie: X Men Arcade, Turtles Arcade. Yeah, in the Simpsons, like those I, had, four- I had X Men and Simpsons on my list. Uh, I, I just left off Turtles, but all three were the go-to. Whether you're at Fun Spot or yep. Bear Right or Chuck E. Cheese or whatever, and you're exactly. like, "Let's go, get over here, let's play this." Fun like, yeah. World in Nashville, New Hampshire, or Dream Machine in the Pheasant Lane Mall, both mm-hmm. had those. So, like, you would play those as well. And I, I have to mention one more game that people are gonna like be pissed that we didn't mention because technically it goes under the radar as a multiplayer game, but technically it's a multiplayer game, so I'll mention it. Is Minecraft, and I, I've never played Minecraft, but it is okay. such a huge success. Yeah, it is fine. such. It, it's still to this day. I mean, people, the people who love, there's a certain type of person who loves Minecraft. Oh yeah, there is, and that's like, yeah, there whatever. Is. But so I uh, put it at the bottom of my list, right? Just because mm-hmm. we we did have fun playing it. The idea was great. The graphics were great, but there was glitches up the yin yang. Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, oh my God, what a good idea this game it was, was. A good it, multiplayer game. Yeah, that game would blow if you played not knowing anybody. No fun at all. No fun. Yeah, no fun at all. But if you played with six people who you knew, who you knew, fucking blast. And you actually you couldn't play. I mean, technically, it's always multiplayer. It's just whether or not you know the people or not. But yeah. but still, the game the game was cool. I remember playing like at night and then just kind of like you know freaking out down here and like losing my mind. But it just ha- it had so many glitches and issues. But it was at the core of it. It was a good game. And you just like walk and just like fall through the floor and get stuck. And, like what the fuck is this? Yeah, what you is like this? jump through a window, get like stuck in a wall. Yeah, and I'm like I'm stuck. I don't know where I am. Um, someone did um, mention in the chat Rocket League. So Rocket League, oh, yeah. is going to be something when it becomes free. Shime and I have sworn that we are going to play Rocket League or try to play competitively. So there you go. I loved something uh, my to look nephew to. was super who's. 15 now was super into rocket league when he was like 12 and 13 Hmm. um and i played with him and it is actually really really fun it's three on three soccer with cars in a dome all right that's all you need to know so that's pretty good uh those are our honorable mentions should we get to the the numero uh? you go ahead this was your number one go ahead this was my number one and rich's number two um i we were talking i sent something out as a meme um and it was like you you're you're home you just ordered pizza. All your friends are coming over, and you're gonna play Goldeneye. And at that <laughs> point, you did you didn't know it then, but that was as good as your life was gonna get. And that is absolutely true. Number one with a bullet, um, Goldeneye Double O Seven. This game was just so fun to play with your friends. And obviously, the caveat was 
No fucking odd job. Stop using odd job. No it's odd cheating. job. No odd Especially job. Especially like if someone wanted to play, if you knew right away, if someone's like, "All right, we're gonna play slappers only, license to kill," and I'm looking at the kid to my left, mm. and I'm like, "You better not fucking choose odd job. If you choose odd job, yeah. we're resetting it. We're starting over. Like, don't." Well, we like, even got to the it. point where it was no proximity mines because once a guy would die once, they knew where all the respawns were, and then you just wake up and die, okay. wake up and die, wake up and die. So we're like, you can't. No more mines. Mm-hmm. No more mines. No odd job. No, no mine, no proximity mines, no, and uh, no odd job. Um, I love playing license to kill with just pistols. Yeah, like, that was my that Fun. was my favorite, my favorite way to play. It was just or golden gun. Remember they had like the one golden gun. It was like you yeah. shoot someone once they die. Yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was so much fun. So this much. Game fun. was great. And, like, and that was another one too. Where like I, I had seen some of the movies and like I was aware of Bond. Obviously, how could you not be? Mm-hmm. But at that age, it was more like you ended up learning all the characters through the video game, and then just like right. then you would see the movies later on. You're like, oh yeah, so Jaws was one of the villains, and Odd Job was a villain, and like all this stuff. Like you got it later, or at least and, I, like, I think I think I saw License to Kill was my first James Bond movie yeah. that I saw. But the first one, like I actually went and saw on my own, was Goldeneye. So like I remember, oh, okay, yep, that move like. My my dad was watching like some gnarly Timothy Dalton. Remember the one he had like the Lotus and it was like a submarine. Like I think it was yeah. License to Kill. Um, I think, uh, but maybe. I remember watching that movie and being like, "This is kind of lame." But then saw Goldeneye. And Goldeneye was yeah. awesome. It was like Pierce Brosnan's yeah. first turn as uh, as James Bond. Yeah. And like again, I still remember the maps. Like if you put me in it right now, and th- the thing oh, about wow. this game, while the graphics are kind of gnarly and they they're kind of blocky, it still plays. Like the game yeah. still plays. Like you can well, play it right That's now. The it's thing, good. Like. You think about uh, on our list, you know, N64 was where it was at. You know, you could play a lot of these games uh, mm-hmm. on our list on, on N64, and they were they were fantastic. Whether it's GoldenEye, you go from GoldenEye to Mario Kart, running right to WrestleMania 2000. Like, what do you want? That's all you need. That That's is all you are living the dream right That's there. That's a night, man. And, like, <laughs> there was also, there were games like that, like Time Splitters and uh, what was the other? Perfect Dark, which were, which were good. But, like, we always found ourselves playing... Goldeneye. Like at, at some point in the night when you were with your friends at a certain uh, guys like of us course. of a certain age, you always found your way there. Yep. Always. No doubt. And again, another game that was like, we're going to settle a dispute right now. All right, cool. This Golden Gun and Temple. Let's go. This is how we do it. Yep. All right, Ryan. Uh, anything else on these uh, on these video games? Feel free to uh, tweet us at Dork Podcast or to email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, do you agree? Disagree with the list? What did we leave off? What was your favorite multiplayer game? All of that stuff. Hit us up. Hit right. us up, man. Yeah. All right. All right. What do you say we get to the old uh, pick of the podcast? Sure. All right. Pick of the podcast. Pick of the podcast. Pick of the podcast. All right. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? You go first this time. All right. I'll go first. Uh, first thing I'm going to mention is there's a whole bunch of new stuff on the hashtag dork, or actually the dork podcast T public page. Yes. Billy D and Goo have been working overtime with different logos and graphics there is hashtag dork shared gooniverse looks like team usa merch perfect for the summer there's also the hashtag dork dad stuff some sweet yep. logos there and i would get that maybe sooner rather than later just based on what some of the just based on copyright stuff copyrights then, alone also hashtag yeah. dork mom shirt dork mom for for mm-hmm. someone in your life right there so i would uh, recommend both of those very much i forgot what i was gonna plug so i will let you go and then i'll try to remember it so i have kind of two so i'm gonna mention one thing and then give you my real pick of the pot so i did wind up watching palm springs last night with andy sandberg it was awesome i loved it it was just light it was hour and a half on the nose 
Mm. Just like Good. boom, like in and out. J.K. Simmons is in it too, which is I didn't know that. Mm. And uh, so like yeah, so um, watch Palm Springs on Hulu. Right, cool, it's great, it's great. And uh, the other one, it's another Hulu pick. Um, you would really appreciate it. So it's a story of a guy named Rick Turner or Richard Turner. He is one of the best up close or up close. What do they call it? Like close magicians. Close no, oh. up close magicians in the world. Oh, um, it's a documentary oh. about him. And I, this is what gave me the idea. I mentioned to Rich, the next convention we go to when the smoke clears, I got to go to a mu- magic convention. We have to. There's nothing better. To. There's nothing There's better nothing than better. magic. Um, so we got to go to a magic convention. Okay. But get this, Richard. So this guy, Rick Turner, who does this up close magic, he's won like the best up close magician in the, in the world a couple times, I think. Okay. He's fucking blind. Really? So and he, he does, does all the magic. So it, what he does is like he's a mechanic. So like he, you know how like you can like wow, I can deal. I can deal somebody at the table four races, or I can like cut a car, mm-hmm. like shuffle, but like not really shuffle. He does all of this stuff, and he's the best in the world, and he's blind. That's incredible. So like it's called yeah. Delt. Uh, okay. it's on Hulu. So just it's right. the most one of the most incredible documentaries. Like that's like the most fascinating documentaries. Like how this guy does this, and he never really explains it. Obviously, but it's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to watch that. Oh, so that reminds me. My, my two plugs are both HBO things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, Jojo Rabbit, now available on HBO. One Incredible of the best movie. movies from 2019. Mm-hmm. I think I ranked it third. You could rank it as high as one, probably as low as five, if you're being honest with yourself. If you're being honest with you, yeah. So Unless Jojo you're Rossi, you probably didn't like it. Rossi probably hated it. That's a good, yeah. that's a good call. Or didn't and get it, yeah. This was a pick of the podcast by you several weeks ago, but now it is over. I'll be gone in the dark. Yeah. The documentary, mm-hmm. uh, Michelle McNamara's quest to catch the Golden State Killer. Michelle McNamara obviously passed away. She they they did finish the book. Uh, Patton Oswalt, who uh, is her husband, and like a whole bunch of people with her, they finished the book. It's a six part documentary. The last episode just ran last night, so I watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Really good because it it both is it's really a documentary about her, Michelle yeah. McNamara, but then also it, it interviews so many of the victims. Because the thing with the Golden State Killer is he started out as the East Area Rapist. Mm-hmm. So there are so many of these uh, rape survivors that that speak and are on this thing. And then he turned into the original Night Stalker where he became a murderer. And so then this talks about how they sort of pair those together and everything else. And then, uh, not to spoil it too much, but there was an update to the case. So yeah. you're going to want to get in on that. And she was instrumental in that. Big time. That oh, update. yeah. Without her, yeah. they don't solve that yeah there's there's no way all right that'll do it for us you can uh, rate review and subscribe to the podcast on itunes you can follow us on twitter and instagram at dork podcast you can subscribe to the youtube channel just type in youtube.com slash dork podcast we stream the episodes on monday nights uh follow davy on twitch twitch.tv slash r von d also check out the facebook group page uh just search hashtag dork shared gooniverse mm-hmm. on facebook at the updates and everything going on there uh next week's episode is tbd i know we have a the 200th episode on yeah, WBDI. The 200th episode. Yes, so we're trying to figure out what that is i have an do. idea i had an idea while we were doing this so okay good it's not yeah. going to be monday night so we're going to figure out the time and we follow our twitter and our instagram and we'll post when and where and all, all that stuff but uh ryan that's it for us you know what they say about wombats though l7 square buttholes baby Mm-hmm.